In the world of fasting, there are so many different routines and methods that you can choose from. And it's important that you do do this process slowly. Over the course of the last three years, I felt like I've built a program that works and feel that I've somewhat mastered this program. Well, that is until I met Zico, another fitness expert who had even more insight to mastering the power of fasting, as well as adapting on a day-by-day -day basis to get the best results using his theory of becoming metabolically flexible. So if you're interested, stay tuned. How's it going? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help you being over 40 to fight the aging process without giving up your social life. I've been a personal trainer and gym owner for over 14 years, and I specialize in helping the over 40 crowd get to their goals. But enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. This is part three of three of an interview I did with Zico from the Matter Over Mind Experience. If you'd like to catch up, just go back a couple episodes. Well, Zico, let's move on to the next episode. We wanted to talk about fasting. I told you I've been a huge proponent of fasting, been doing it for the last two years. Started out intermittent fasting and gradually working into tighter windows and just being over 40, just feeling better, seeing since it's been over 40, being harder to lose weight after maybe a couple of weekends of being bad and all that, but how quickly I'd snap back since implementing that program. And I've even uh, dabbled in longer fasting with help and had my doctor watch me and everything. And just seeing the benefits of my cholesterol. My cholesterol was never horrible, but it was never back to a 20 year old body. And now I have it back to like a 20 year old. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on fasting because I know you do it too. My thoughts on fasting, man, I hope this one doesn't go on forever. The first thing is most people fast for the wrong reasons. Most people hear fasting, just like keto, fast to lose weight. Mm -hmm. That's not what fasting is designed to do. I interviewed on my show, The Matter Over Mind Experience, Zoe Nutrition, and they conduct the largest nutrition study in the world. And their scientists mentioned to me that most people are always in a post-digestive state. Their digestive system doesn't get a break. Yeah. They eat, they digest food, they, they eat again, they digest food. And especially if they have digestive issues, right? That's one of the worst things for the human body because everything needs a rest. Everything needs a break. For your digestive system to operate where it's supposed to, it needs a break. Now, also, there are other benefits of not eating all the time, like lowering inflammation and oxidative stress. And something that's huge is that it teaches your body to feed off itself. Now, that may sound terrible, but if you think about it, our ancestors always fasted because they never always had food around them. There are times they would gain weight on purpose during the summer times or warmer months. And then when it gets colder, they would eat off their own fat for heat and survival. And that's when they would be in ketosis. And that's why I say cycle ketosis because there are times that your body can, be, can really use keto to give you a lot of benefits because mm -hmm. that's a natural mechanism of your body, except it's a backup generator, right? You don't run on a generator all the time, but it's a backup. So we cycle ketosis. Having the body, having the ability to fast when it needs to and feed when it needs to. Now, for daily fasting, right, most people should stop to have at least a 12-hour window they do not eat. Mm -hmm. Now, that may sound scary, but let me explain this. That includes your sleeping time. So most health experts, including myself, say you need to stop eating three hours before bed. For me, it's more like two because of the rate of my metabolism, but about three hours before bed. Let's say you sleep eight hours. That's 11 hours. You wake up one hour, boom, that's 12. Now that's where you start. But you want to test that as time goes along because the longer you fast, your body goes into a state that enhances cellular autophagy, which autophagy, people... Think autophagy only happens when you fast. Autophagy happens all the time. Mm -hmm. But in fasting, it expedites that process, speeds it up a little bit, right? So then your body will take old cells and 
damaged cells and basically destroy them and create new cells, which is where we get healthier. And that's what daily fast really helps with this cellular autophagy. Remember in the first episode, we said if your body operates, it's supposed to, you lose weight and then you, you will build muscle as needed. Because along with that cell autophagy, they won a scientific award. I remember what exactly what award it was, but they won, it was, I think it was 2018 or something, but they won an award because of Britain, because of the benefits that autophagy brings, right? Now, in the process of, of fasting, your body also burns its own body fat, which is how you lose weight. Now, this is where it gets tricky and why you need to start off maybe about 12 hours. Males, some males can start off at about 14 hours. Because most men are naturally better fat burners than women. And that's for obvious reasons. But you want to start because if you're not a good fat burner, you don't want to start fasting all day long because then your body's going to be in shock. Your body's going to be in starvation mode. That's going to create a lot, lot of health issues. So I say women start off around 12. Your fasting should never be more than 14 hours. I care what says. Now, some women who are really good fat burners, and they can push it to 15, 16, but those, that's not as common. Men, however, can start at 14 hours and push it to 16 daily because men are natural fat burners. And that's why when a male and a female goes on a diet, the man is more likely to lose weight than a woman because men are naturally better at burning fat. So 12 hours start for women, increase maybe every week, every other week, depending on how you feel, because this is a lifestyle thing, right? So you don't have to rush into it. Yeah. And then men start at 14 and keep increasing. But then that becomes part of your lifestyle. Your body starts operating better. And as you get older, you're getting better at that habit. Yeah. Hey, I've done all this stuff and can relate to everything you're saying and how slow I took it too. But it's also like listening to your own body. That's kind of the theory of biohacking. Besides just going with rules and what all these diets and all these things are doing, see how you feel. And for me, I felt the best at when I had to work to it. A six hour eating window, just like you said, and an 18 hour fast. I feel the best. If I try to crunch it down even more, I start not feeling the greatest and I tested it out over time and knew, nope, I can't do it. I went back to the six and 18 and just feel amazing. And the other thing is I call it dirty keto. You call it uh, intermittent keto. So I try my best to stay on it, but I cheat all the time, which I call that cycling. But having that on top of it, I'm already, my body's already prone to being a fat burning machine when once that ketosis starts in. And when you start fasting in those tighter windows, I am a fat burning machine. Oh my God, I can see it, it working. And over time, you can start seeing in your own urine the difference between when you're a ketosis and not. So those are the things I've noticed. And it's funny you bring up the 18. Most men, even men can't do 18 every day. But you've been working out, I'm pretty sure, all your adult life or most of your adult life and been watching your diet. And you've been strength training as well, which is something we didn't get a chance to get into. So mm -hmm. you're more of a fat burner. Like for me, I have once a week where I do a dinner to dinner 24-hour fast. And I feel amazing when I yep. do it. But not everybody can do that. So like the general audience out there always say, start safe. Like you said, listen to your body, 12 to 14 for women and 14 to 16 for men. But if you get to consistent at that, and then you feel like you can push it even further, listen to your body and you can make adjustments. But my whole point of that is don't just jump into the longest fast you think you can do because you might end up in the doctor's office. Yep. Always be careful. Zico, what's your current schedule like? If it's a perfect week, what's your diet, your routine, everything? Are you on the 18-6, seven days a week and on keto or are you do cycling? What's your game plan? So right now I'm not in keto. When I do keto, I do it for a month, maybe two months at a time. Okay. I'm doing colder weather usually because that's what we're designed for. Mm -hmm. But 
And I'm also in a bulking phase. So from the last time you saw me, Brad, and now I'm about 10 pounds heavier. So um, I'm eating a little different. I'm actually only at a 12-hour eating and feeding window because I'm in my bulking phase. Okay. I've surpassed my goal weight. By the way, with still low body fat percentage. Yay me. Yeah. But so now I'm switching back to where I'm still bulking, but I'm slowing it down a little bit. So I'm now about to increase my fasting window to 14 and my feeding window to 8. And then kind of work from there. And that's why I've said it's important to listen to your body. And you may change what you do based on the type of year, based on what your goals are. Like a bodybuilder, I'm not going to expect a bodybuilder who has to eat six, sometimes seven meals a day to really eat within a six-hour window. That's crazy, yeah, that's cool. right? And that's what I was doing when I started my bulking the last few months. I was eating six, sometimes seven meals a day. And I can't get that in six, seven, eight hours. So it really depends. With keto, I do cycle. The important thing with keto is whenever I'm, because I'm very metabolically flexible, when I go into ketosis, I don't have the headaches or the keto flu or anything like that. My body switches over easily. And a key thing, I keep my electrolytes high, if that means within the, with the foods that I eat, along with if I have to supplement, and I take exogenous ketones, mm -hmm. which is very important, especially in the beginning and when I'm training, helps me to boost, to go through my, my training as well. Now, one big thing that I do right now that I am bulking that a lot of people can take away from is I eat my starchier foods earlier in the day. And usually I, work, I train, I lift weights in the mornings. Mm -hmm. So I eat my starchier foods before or around the time that I'm training, depending on how I feel. Like if my energy is low, I'm going to eat more carbs before. If I have a lot of energy, I'm going to eat my starchy stuff after my training. And I eat my slow digestive carbs later on in the day. And especially in the evenings, I'm a berries guy. So strawberry, blueberry, blackberry, raspberry, all those are very important parts. And then one last thing I'm going to say, because I don't want to keep this much longer. People say don't eat carbs at night. Anybody that tells you that have no idea what they're talking about. Don't eat starchy, crappy carbs at night. Actually, yeah. don't eat crappy carbs in general. But if you're going to, try to eat it earlier when you can burn it off. But if you give your brain some healthy carbs like blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, Straw, basically berries, maybe an hour and a half, two hours before bed, just depending, because those are easy for your body to digest. That can improve your sleep drastically. Now, that's something you have to play with to see what works for you, what the time is like, so on and so forth. But that carbs can really relax your body because our brain primarily feeds on carbs, not on fat. So I've had people say to me, like we've been in programs who are on a high fat diet, low carb diet, so I can't sleep at night. And I'll just say, just get some berries, just add some berries into, not even after your dinner. I know we know it's supposed to wait three hours before bed, but even after your dinner, later than an hour and a half or an hour or so before, just have some, some, some berries. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm sleeping so much better. I feel so much calmer. I've even had people do apple cider vinegar with honey and that works for them. I prefer the berries because of the fiber. Yeah. But the fact that they gave their body carbs and improved their sleep quality, and we know the importance of sleep when it comes to our health and weight loss. Wow, that is awesome. And that's just saying, attributing to listening to your body and everyone has to start somewhere but Zico you're on like the next level which is why you do what you do and how you can help people get to that thing so that's just great Zico what's the best way that for my audience to get a hold of you Instagram podcast uh, Instagram Zico Health Z-E-C-O Health is one word yeah you can also subscribe to the Matt Overmind Experience Amazon Google basically everywhere Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. I also have a YouTube channel where I post like daily advice along with workouts. Mostly it's my health advice. Just kind of little tidbits. Like one may be about apple cider vinegar 
One may be about walking or whatever the case may be, but I do like a daily short every day to give an advice. So you can subscribe to my YouTube, the Matter Over Mind experience as well. Awesome. And my audience always knows I put that in the show notes so I can just click on the link and get to you. But Ezekiel, thanks so much uh, for coming on my show and also for having me on your show. This has been a great experience meeting you and gathering your knowledge and, and just keep doing what you're doing, man. Thanks. You too, my man. If you'd like a little bit of help of checking out your diet and your current routine, I'd be happy to help. I always do a free 15-minute Zoom consultation for anyone, no strings attached, just to see if I can help you point you in the right direction. So if you're interested, check out the show notes. The link is at the top. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, everyone. And I just wanted to say that if if anything from this episode resonated with you and you, it makes you think of somebody, please share and help someone out. You know, I do a lot of variety of topics and not everything I say works for everyone, but there is going to be that one episode that makes you think of somebody that could help. So I really appreciate it. And just off of looking back the last three years of all the episodes I've done, I think three really stand out that I think could help a lot of people. And that's uh, episode 71 with Dr. Amy, where we go into diaphragmatic breathing and how that can really help with your pain levels and did for me. Episode 195, I had Tim Kelly on and we really dove deep into microminerals and how important that is and how horrible the American diet is. And the third being uh, episode 292, a more recent one, where I talk about the three tips I would do to help out your lower back. And one of those is just a simple YouTube video that my chiropractor gave me that just took me to the next step of lowering my pain, giving me more range of motion. And I just want to put that out there to Check those out if you're having any of these issues. And like I said, thanks for listening.